0: Hi, welcome to episode seven of last year, the chemo saved my life. Um, well, that was a good start, wasn't it? I couldn't even remember what I was talking about. I'm recording this in the morning, so I'm not long waking up. So my brain's probably not where it should be yet. But um, sorry for that long. Um. Uh, so today I'm just going to talk about um, starting chemo. Um but before I get on to that, um I've got a few updates. So first thing is um I gave some information on a hairdresser over here who does in Jersey who does um really good wigs called Paul Mooney. I actually messaged him on Instagram um a couple of weeks ago just to say was he happy for me to mention him on the podcast and um to check that you could use the oncology um vouchers with him and he said he messaged me back the other day and said that he had like um, read my message properly and listened I think he'd listened to my podcast or looked up what I was doing Um, and he was like yeah yeah that's absolutely fine they can use the vouchers with me Um, and he said if anyone's got any like questions or if I need to put them in touch with anyone he gave me all his details Um, so I will tell you them now. I thought that he was at 4 York Street Hair Salon, but I don't actually think he is anymore um, because he sent me a picture of his business card. Um, So the place where he works is called Gloss Hair and Wig Studio. So um, if you can't find them, then sorry about that noise. The wind is blowing everything in our garden all over the place. Um, Yeah, if you can't find him, then just contact me and I can send you over his number. And the other update was just, I was um, telling you last week which supplements I had taken. And I couldn't remember what some of them were. So I messaged the person who I was speaking to about it. And he says that I told him I also took zinc and vitamin C and D. So um, I actually don't take any of those anymore. I might actually just order them now. Now that I remember that I used to take them, I might order um, some zinc anyway. Um, but yeah, that was the other supplements that I couldn't remember. And then also, I had um, a six month checkup this week. Um, I should actually now be having my checkups yearly. But because I had like a little scare um, before Christmas last year, um, there was nothing wrong, but we thought there could have been. I now I'm back to being like worrying about it a lot and being a lot more paranoid. So um, the doctors agreed to see me six monthly just to keep my mind at ease. So um I had a checkup this week, and um everything was fine. My bloods were all fine. But um it was weird, actually, because when I was sick, I had really itchy skin. And it was like when I was in bed at night, my whole body was really itchy. And the night before my checkup, I had the same thing. But it was it was more so like my entire body, like even like my hair, like everywhere, my ears, everything was so itchy. So when I woke up, I was obviously like worrying, but then I was thinking, oh, could it be like paranoia that you know you're going for a, a checkup? Um and then I thought maybe it was something else, like maybe my mum had changed the washing powder. So I stripped my bed. And then I realized something that the night before I had made for dinner um a tuna fillet and normally I don't mind eating it like seared so like a bit raw in- inside um, but normally when I'm if I make it at home I probably cook it right through but it wasn't cooked all the way through the night before but I was starving so I just ate it anyway um, and you can obviously eat raw tuna cause, with sushi but um, a few times now when I've eaten sushi and I've had tuna I've been sick during the night after I've had it so I was wondering whether I had some sort of allergy to it. And then I realised that obviously I'd eaten tuna this night where I was itching all night. Um so I Googled tuna allergies and I think it actually might have been the tuna that made me itchy because that is um a sign of an allergy to it. And obviously I've been sick a few times when I've eaten it. So I think it's time to give up on the tuna. Um so when I went in for the checkup the doctor obviously asked me how I'd been. I said I've literally been fine and then Last night I was up all night itching but I told her about the tuna and she said it does sound like I might just have an allergy to that. So um, all my bloods were fine, Um, so yeah, all clear again. You'd think that after I'd been sick like three times when I've eaten it, I'd stop eating it, wouldn't you? I actually keep forgetting that it's even an issue and then I eat it again and then I'm sick and I'm like, oh yeah, I think I'm allergic to tuna. Um, But I've got two fillets in the fridge there and I'm thinking, should I just eat them because... I hate wasting food, but um, yeah, I mean, I can deal with a night's nice itching if I have a nice dinner for it. So I'm going to my friend's house today and that's why I'm recording this actually early. I'm going to post it early this week because it's bank holiday. Um, but yeah, I'm going to my friend's house today and we're going to celebrate. I literally, every time I have a good appointment, I'm like, celebrate, need to celebrate. because so I just think, why not? Right, so before I go on to tell you about chemo, I'm putting off telling you about it because it's not very nice. Um, But I actually got a message last night on Instagram and it actually just made my day, made my week. It made me like realise how important it was that I was doing this um somebody who I know who he lives in Australia he's a friend of mine um he messaged me last night saying well first of all he messaged me saying he'd been listening to the podcast and I was like oh really because I just don't expect you know like all these people to listen to it um and then he said to me um what you're doing is really important um his girlfriend had had like symptoms basically the same symptoms that I had when I was sick and he said uh, because of you I made her go to the hospital and um, it turned out she had like a rare blood disorder um, and the doctors had said to him that they had done the absolute right thing going to the hospital and he was like I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for you so that was like so nice for me to receive that message and I think yeah it just reminds me why I'm doing this and why I'm you know like always post my symptoms and just, like, trying to get the message out there to people. So, my first day of chemo. um, I don't really remember, like, going there. I don't remember the morning of it. I imagine I was probably up really early, probably feeling quite anxious. Like, every time I was due to have chemo, which was, like, every two weeks, I would kind of, like, be up early and be feeling a bit, you know, like, worried about it. Um, So, my mum came with me to this one... And I remember like which so like there's different they're called bays, but like different kind of like beds. But they're not beds, they're just like a a chair that you know, like you can turn it into a bed if you want to, but the back moves up and down, um the feet move up and down, like just like a comfortable chair really. Um so I was in like a bay that was right next to the window, which I loved because I like um I just like blinds being opened I like the sun coming in the window that's what I like so um yeah I was in like the, the brightest section of the uh, department oncology is not what you would expect well I don't know what I not what I expected so I think I've said this before on another um episode that I expected like I don't know why but dark depressing you know like most hospital wards are um people sick all around me I don't know I, I don't know what I expected, but I expected something really, really like sad and depressing, but it's really not like that. It's just like a a really bright ward um part I'd say it's pretty new um and yeah, it's just a nice place, like the staff are all lovely, um I think yeah, the is always on. There's iPads there so that when you're having your chemo you can watch an iPad. Um the summer when I was having mine, um Love Island was on. So I would like not watch it during the week so that when I was in having my chemo, I could watch um the iPad or my phone, watch Love Island on it and just catch up. Because I was in there for like four hours um every time. So I mean it actually goes four hours goes surprisingly quickly when you're in there, but um, yeah, if you can j- distract yourself in some way, that's good. So, yeah, they've got iPads there for you. There's a tea and coffee trolley. I think somebody comes around, ra- yeah, someone comes around and offers you drinks. Um, There might even be biscuits on that trolley, I'm not sure. Um, I had just taken with me, like, a litre of water and I think a bag of almond nuts. Um, But, yeah, you get offered lunch, depending on what time you're there. Obviously, if you're there over lunchtime, which I was... Um. Yeah, it's just not a bad place to be at all, to be honest. So, I can't even really remember having the chemo, but by this point, I had uh, my PIC line in my arm, so it meant that they would just attach like the bags of chemo so the chemotherapy is like a bag of fluid so they would attach the wires of that to my uh, pick line in my arm and then it would go into that and I wouldn't feel anything well I say I wouldn't feel anything I wouldn't feel it going in at all um, and then I'd feel like fine and then probably so I was there f- so I was there for four hours but I'd say probably once it got to like two hours I'd start to feel a little something but it's really hard to explain what the feeling is. It's like, um, just kind of like grogginess. The best way I can, like compare it is sort of like a hangover. But like, at this point, it wasn't awful, you would just start to feel that you felt, you know, like slightly different, the taste in my mouth would change. Um, And then like, by the end of the four hours, you would kind of feel a little bit more groggy but I was like fine I used to drive in drive back because um, my mum came to this appointment with me and then my dad came to I think my next one with me and then I actually decided that I didn't want people to come with me just mainly because um, I don't want to I didn't want somebody to have to sit there for four hours and watch a drip going into my arm when I could happily sit there with headphones in and watch an iPad so um, yeah after this appointment I realised that I didn't probably need my mum there it wasn't really really scary um so my mum did come to this one but then after that I started driving myself in so I realized that I was fine to drive home afterwards so yeah I just started going on my own the chemotherapy that I had was called ABVD and um that chemotherapy is like well known for really taking it out of you so I think it's quite harsh on you and um the The four letters, A, B, V and D all stand for like the name of four different drugs that they use. And one of them um, was like red in colour. So imagine like a, a bag filled with fluid, like on a, a pole through a drip. And it's like this red colour. I think that used to just make me like feel sick in itself just the thought of it being red going in me I don't know why um and that one I think it was that one couldn't be in any daylight so they'd have to cover um the bag with like a plastic bag I think that was the one anyway um to stop daylight getting on it and I think that was always the one that made me feel worse because I think as soon as that one kind of started going into me that was when I would start to to feel a bit off um in between or along with your um treatment they do give you like an anti-sickness drip as well um because the chemo I was having does make you really sick but they give you like strong anti-sickness to stop that um so yeah it's quite quite a long process so this was like once every other Friday I had this um quite long process of just literally just sat there with these these drips going into me one by one I would like drink, before I went to the appointment, I would drink probably like a litre of water because it's so important when you're having chemotherapy to drink loads of water because you need to flush out Or that's basically like, it's like poisoning you. Well, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but it's obviously it's killing the cancer but it's also not good for the rest of your body so um yeah it's important to drink loads of water to flush out all the toxins from it so I would drink so much water before I went there I drink so much water when I was there and then I'd be like sat there attached to this this pole or the drip and I'd always need the loo and I'd be like oh god I feel like such a pain being like excuse me sorry can I go to the bathroom um so I think they would kind of like undo your drip and then I don't know actually because you had to take the pole to the bathroom with you so I'm not sure what they undid but they undid something and then like you would take your pole with you go to the loo come back out of your pole it wasn't like a, it's not the most simple process sit back down and then they'd do attach whatever they needed to, to attach back to um your drip so yeah, I would always be like, right, I need to drink loads of water. But equally, I don't want to bother them four times to go to the loo. But yeah, I was very like wary of what was being put in me and that I needed to drink loads of water to try and help flush that out. Um, something I get got asked quite often, actually, is if I had the cold cap. So when you have certain cancers and you're having chemotherapy you can have the option of using um it's called a cold cap and basically it's supposed to help your hair not fall out so i mean i don't know the ins and outs of it because i didn't use it but i think it like well it's obviously freezing and i think it might like stop the Supply of chemo going to where your hair is so it stops your hair falling out. I could be completely wrong there, I'm not actually sure what it does but um, basically that was not an option for me because I had blood cancer and your blood is all over your entire body so they're not they weren't just trying to target like one area if you know what I mean even though I did have a tumor in my chest my entire body needed to be treated so I think if you've got say um, maybe like breast cancer you could try the cold cap because they're targeting like the breast area so maybe like your hair area isn't um doesn't need the treatment but yeah with a blood cancer that's not an option so um the cold cap was not able to save any of my hair and do you know what I think it actually it doesn't work on some people but I have met some people where it has worked on them or maybe they've like lost quite a lot of their hair but they've managed to hold on to some of it so if it had been an option for me I definitely absolutely would have given it a try it just wasn't an option for me unfortunately Um, The entire time I was having chemo, I did not like I there was one day I witnessed something that upset me, but I wasn't ever kind of like, you know, you're not next to people who are like dying or everyone in there is just like chatting to each other um you're obviously all in the same boat some people uh, do you know what, you actually end up speaking to people about hair all the time because obviously some people have lost their hair some people still have their hair and it that's for me I kept um like whenever I was next to other ladies I'd probably end up speaking to them about their hair um so yeah that was probably um main conversation but um yeah there was like one lady who I you don't often see the same people more than once but there was one lady I kept seeing her all the time it must have kind of been on the same schedule and she was lovely she was actually um related to someone I work with and um she became my my chemo friend I used to just see her when I was in there and we would chat um whilst we were both having chemo but yeah there was only one day that I was kind of left a bit upset and it was the lady next to me um I could obviously tell she was like it must have had something to do with her her chest or her lungs and um she I could tell like she was had shortness of breath and she was there with her daughter and she was talking about um like her she had signed a piece of paper to say not to resuscitate her if they lost her and that was like the one day that I thought oh okay like that lady is obviously not in the same boat I am. So that was the only one time that I kind of heard anything or saw anything that was really upsetting for me. Um other than that everyone in there as far as I know were were, you know, like on a, a good road to getting better. So you have this book, which is your chemo book, and every time you go for your chemotherapy, you need to take it in with you because they need to fill out on it what they've done or um, what your blood count is, all these different bits of information. So I always had this keyboard book in my hand. And then I got to a point where I started wearing, um, the same outfit every week because I realised that the clothes that I'd worn so the first time I went to chemo and I wore some clothes I then realised I couldn't wear them on like a normal day where I wasn't having chemo because they reminded me of they were like tainted with chemo so I basically gave myself that as my chemo outfit I mean it wasn't nice it was literally a pair of gym leggings and a jumper um but I yeah I had a specific chemo outfit the people in, in um, oncology were probably thinking does this girl not have any other clothes but I just limited I think I actually maybe had like a few outfits because some days it would be like warmer than others but there was like clothing that I was like no they can be worn for chemo because they will never be worn on a normal day of my life ever again so I just like kept them and wore them to the appointments and then actually at the end of chemo I just chucked it all out. We, me and my friends were like, let's do a burning ritual and burn it. And then we were like, okay, let's not do that. We might end up having to call the fire brigade. But uh, yeah, so I had like an outfit that was my gross chemo outfit. And then um, when you leave, when you finish your treatment, they give you like a bag of all your drugs for the week. Mine actually, I think at first I was on some, yeah, I was, I was on some like oral tablets at first, and then I can't even remember what they were for, you know. Sorry, my memory is awful. Um, but I think I had to take them every day. I couldn't tell you what they were for. And I think I took them for like the first three months, and then after that, I stopped taking them. And then the oh, I know what it was, sorry. A normal person would edit that whole thing out and start again, but I've actually just decided I don't edit anything on these anymore, I just post whatever I've said. Um, so they were for um the one of the drugs I was having is really like damaging to your lungs and these tablets were something to do with that I think they were either to to stop me getting a chest infection or it was something along those lines they were like a preventative tablet so I was taking those every day and then also um, all my sickness tablets so they give you like one or like one set that is really, really, really strong. Like, I mean, if you were being sick and took it, it would just like stop it, it like literally basically instantly. Um, and then one that's not as strong, so they say to you, if you feel awful, like really, really sick, take the strong one, if it's not that bad, take the other one. Um, so I it takes a while, it takes a couple of chemos to work out what you need to take and what works for you and how often you need to take them. So I came home that day, Uh, my sister was at my house with my nephew, I think I just played with him for not very long, maybe like half an hour and I was like I need to go to bed. So I went up to bed and I stayed in bed, so this was probably like 2pm, stayed in bed kind of like till the night and like I say I hadn't worked out at this point how often I needed to take the sickness tablet. So I think I'd taken one, say, in the late afternoon. And like I've said before, I don't really like taking tablets and stuff. So I thought, oh, I feel all right. Like, that should do me. Anyway, I went to bed, went to sleep, and I woke up in the night and I felt, like, a sickness feeling like I have never felt before. So, you know, like, when you've eaten, if you've had uh, had food poisoning and that feeling where, like, sickness just, like, hits you... It was it was like that. But it's hard to explain because it was like worse than I've ever felt. But I just woke up and I felt awful. And I was like, oh, my God. So in my head, I was thinking like, this is it. Like, this is where it gets really bad. Because bearing in mind, I'd only ever seen things I'd seen like on the TV of chemotherapy. So I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. This is where it's going to get bad. This is where I'm going to like nearly die. So, um, I woke up, I think I woke up my mom, I think I was crying and was like, I really don't feel okay. Um, so we got the tablets and I took one of the strong ones. And then literally within, I'd say like 30 minutes, I actually felt fine, went back to bed, slept the entire night through. And then the next day, I was like, then very wary, like, okay, if I take those tablets, I feel okay. So I took another one. And then I was okay. Like, I didn't, I didn't feel well, but I didn't feel awful. I just felt like I needed to just sleep, like sleep a lot. And like I say, it's kind of like a hangover, you know, one of those hangovers where you just want to sleep all day, sort of like that. So I think I just kind of stayed in bed. Um actually did i stay in bed i feel like it was warm outside and i might have gone and sat in my garden that week um but at this point my body was still you know like quite strong um so i feel like it got worse for me sometimes as it went on but that first time it really wasn't as bad as i kind of thought it was going to be you're actually not supposed to like be out in the sun after you've had chemotherapy um mainly because i think the chemo can cause you to like burn more easily which could then obviously cause skin cancer so i think that you're not supposed to sit out in like the boiling hot sun for that reason i would sit under an umbrella in my garden just so that i kind of felt like i was outside still but i mean i i don't think i was ever really out of my bed for the first few days for more than like a couple of hours and then i'd just go back to bed And other than that sickness and that hangover feeling, the only other things that really happened were, like, I had a a horrible taste in my mouth that wouldn't go away. Like, you can brush your teeth as many times as you want, use mouthwash. Like, you just have this taste in your mouth. And the entire time, the entire six months, I had that taste in my mouth. And it's like, I don't even know. It's kind of, like, metally, but I don't even know how you explain it. But basically, it makes you hate foods that you've always loved because you don't like the taste of them anymore so I really, I mean I was doing the plant-based diet like I spoke about last week and I found that okay because stuff like potato I could eat and it didn't really make a difference whether that tasted amazing or horrible because it was potato so I tried to like avoid foods that I normally love because I will say now, there's a lot of things that I cannot eat that I ate during chemo. I have the weirdest, like, phobias now of stuff. And it's all because it just reminds me of that time. Like, I have a genuine issue now with water out of a glass bottle. So I drink water all the time. But um, after one chemo, my dad took me to um, the Royal Yacht, which is a restaurant hotel in Jersey um for lunch and I used to love mushroom risotto. So I got mushroom risotto and a water which was in a glass bottle. And I don't think I ate all of the risotto and then because I had the water in the glass bottle that day, since then I now can't have mushroom risotto. Actually I can eat risotto but just not mushroom and also just don't like to drink water out of a glass bottle and it sounds so weird but it just brings me bad vibes and I just can't do that now so I mean if I had no choice I would do it but I would rather not if if there's an option and I don't know if other people have this where they have things they now associate with chemotherapy and it puts them off doing it or um, like reminds them of it and they have bad vibes about it but actually last weekend I was out um with my sister my brother-in-law and nephew and my brother-in-law said oh we could go over to Elizabeth Castle and then the last time I went there was like in between when I was finding out if I had cancer or not and my sister said to me oh does that like bring you bad memories and I was like in all honesty, I can't even remember that day. So I was like, that's fine. But then we were going to get food at, um. there's like a little cafe down there. We were going to get food there. And I was like, I cannot eat from here. And the reason why is because around that time, um, when I was finding out if I had cancer or not, me and my sister just kind of like hung around that area because it was near the hospital and ate at that cafe a few times. So it's weird. I've just got like these things I associate with cancer or chemotherapy and I just avoid them because they just bring me like bad bad vibes back that I don't want in my life so other than like the sickness and the taste of my mouth and the feeling groggy um I also like for a couple of days after chemo I would kind of feel like my body was like burning from the inside so like my face would be like quite red and I'd have this burning sensation but I've actually looked it up online and that's quite normal people do get that um so that was just one other thing and my fingers and toes and nose were like completely numb all the time so I had like no feeling in them for the majority of that six months um it's mostly returned it has returned actually apart from when my fingers get cold now I mean it's probably like normal for your fingers to go numb but mine are kind of like got pins and needles in and it's something that I didn't used to have um that I now have when I'm cold so Um, yeah I think that hasn't gone completely back to normal but yeah a lot of just like weird little things that happen to you that you'd be like oh that's strange but um, yeah I guess you're having this very strange toxic liquid put in your body so your body probably just does these different things for different reasons so yeah that is what starting chemotherapy was like Um, like I said before not I would say not even a tenth as bad as I imagined it would be like I genuinely thought that I was going to be like dying after it and I think that's another misconception as well so I just thought it's important to tell you that story because if anyone is going to start chemotherapy like you'll probably be thinking the way I was like oh my god this is going to kill me off um obviously not everyone is the same as me and I do think that my body reacted really well to it and my doctor did say that my body reacted really well to it so I also don't want to give anyone like a sense of like a false sense of security in this but I think that compared to kind of what you might imagine it is it's not as bad as what you probably envision so try not to worry too much about it until you get started I mean I know people who have had chemotherapy, are having it now, who are absolutely fine, like they say they've never felt better. So it really does just depend on the person, it depends on the kind of treatment you're having. It just depends on a lot, I think. So um, I hope that I've maybe like relieved some of the worry for anyone who might be going through it. As promised, next weekend I will get um, my two friends Lucy and Christy on here. So I thought it would actually be useful and probably interesting to me because I've never really spoken to anyone about this, but to get their point of view on what it felt like when I told them I had cancer or what they were thinking or what they envisioned um, and see if it was kind of like the same as what I was thinking... Um, and then also uh, we'll tell you about when we flew to London to watch Taylor Swift as well Um, so I'll have them on next week so if you want to oh I'm actually just like I laugh when I think about this because God knows how this recording is gonna go we'll probably be laughing the whole time but um, yeah hopefully it will be a bit more cheery than today's episode so tune in if you want to hear that and I hope everyone has an amazing bank holiday weekend I'm absolutely gutted that it has been like the hottest weather ever this week and then now that it's party time it's like blowing the gale out there um but that's fine I didn't let chemo ruin my summer so I'm not gonna let some wind ruin my bank holiday weekend uh so have a good weekend everyone and I will be back next week thank you for listening